Welcome, welcome to T Limbs or the Bridge, excuse me, uh, first show. Um, T Limbs would like to welcome our panel of Twyla Cawthon, Teresa Hamilton, and Francis Adams. Uh, this is our initial show. Again, T Limbs would like to welcome you, and it's called the Bridge. Uh, I would like to say right quick that, you know, Martin took us to the mountain and the bridge is going to take us home. Wow. So wow. with that, uh, we're going to, uh, oh, you like that, huh? Yeah, yeah that's powerful. I'll pat myself like on the back for that one. But thank you guys for joining us and, and we welcome your input. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, Twyla Cawthon and Twyla, if you like to give them the definition of the bridge, let's get the show on the road. Well, the connection, 
you have two points, and sometimes there are more than two points, varying points. There's this wedge between these two points. Might be water, might be land, might just be the atmosphere itself. Bridge means bringing these two points together so that you can interconnect these places, destinations that we all try to travel. All right. Sometimes when we talk about bridges, we try to bridge divides in our own personal lives. We try to negotiate things as far as um, how am I going to pay this next thing? You're going to try to bridge that gap. Well, as black people in America, we have a significant bridge, and that bridge was caused by the mid-Atlantic slave trade. We lost every piece of our culture, and it's out there in those watery graves. Mm. So you're bridging America back to Africa. Yes, we're bridging back home. Back home. Back home. And yeah. we should look at it like that, too. Absolutely. You know, we, we should. Absolutely. Um, um, textbooks don't tell enough. Mm -hmm. Textbooks don't even begin to tell the story. Textbooks start at the plantation. Well, like like Trump says, uh, false news, false books. Fake news. <laughs> fake yeah, news. yeah, fake books. Fake, right. fake books. Well, we know that there's such a richness to us, and we know this because everything that we do, people copy. Mm -hmm. Copy your music, yes. our hair, yes. our color, our styles, our body with all this injection of any part of your body you want added that looks like a black woman, but, but you're not really black. <laughs> um, and for so many years, we were, we were sold on this European concept that that's what beauty, this is what beauty was, this is what success was. So we- L Let me touch on that before you go yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, this European thing, if, if, if you check out the history of Europe, and they don't tell you what we learned back in school, uh, 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 the true history of Europe, but those European traits were perpetrated all across the world, and they're not good, just like, you know, something, uh, the hidden history of the true nature of this country, the hidden history of the true nature of who those guys are, again. Well, the thing about it is that we have for so many years in this country, and I can say only in this country I've experienced this, Everything about us is ugly. <laughs> Nose is too big, lips too big, eyes too set apart, or cheekbones too high, behind Skin too, too big, dark. too black, hair too nappy, um, just anything and everything. So we tried to cut and carve, and we even see in the modern times, and poor Michael Jackson, he just kept carving and carving and cutting away himself because he thought of himself not being attractive, mm -hmm. and he thought that the innocence that he had and his physical appearance didn't match what people thought he should look like. But that's something that goes right here to the core. And then when you leave this country and you go everywhere else, black people don't have a hang about how they look. They don't have a hang about how, where their hair looks long, short, nappy, straight, nose wide, flat, you know, behind it. You know something, we are emulated. If you travel abroad, we are emulated, but you know, we are hated so much. But why is this emulation? Hmm. Well, here's the thing, and this is the thing. When you see something that's good, you want to copy it. And since you know you cannot be the actual mold itself, you have to destroy the thing that you're copying so that you can replace it. Well, I want to do the James Brown, and when I was a little kid, I always wanted, you know. <laughs> but I never could do it, so I did my own thing. So, uh, again, I guess it depends on, on the individual. Uh, uh, you, you know what I mean? So, so uh, if, if I can take it, and improve it, and then make it mine, 
and, and see this this is again where we need to to Bridge. to get back into this <laughs> mindset to yeah. to okay like I said uh, 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 with sports with the entertainment field we weren't allowed to uh, 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 participate in it so what did we do we created our own and 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 so we need to get back to that entrepreneurship you you know what I mean okay you won't let me play uh, so I'll invent a game that you'll want to play and so forth. But go on, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I get to sports, thinking sports, my mind goes. But as um, far as bridging, we're talking about the connection culturally, economically, socially, yes. spiritually, physically, yes. psychologically, these things. So these are gaps. If you ever looked at um, children who are of Jewish ethnic descent, mm -hmm. They know who they are. Yes. They have this history. Their oral history is intact. They, yes. Whatever they're telling, they're telling it over and over and over again. Yes. So me and my Italian friends, I can go right now home to Ohio, mm -hmm. and the same families live in the same neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Grandparents mm -hmm. lived in this house. Parents then one of the other children took the house the same neighborhoods. And they talk about they have the festivals every year, and their festivals are so full mm -hmm. of their rich Italian heritage, <coughs> right. but when it comes to blacks, black Americans, they just kind of lump us on to this one African-American festival, mm -hmm. and so we just, we do stuff that we don't even know. It's like I remember when they started, people started wearing kente cloth. Mm -hmm. Well, I never wore it, and I'm glad it didn't, because I found out it wasn't even supposed to be for women to wear. <laughs> but again, we didn't know, yeah. and so every time black people see a new, new fad or something or they try to connect back to Africa, they just take whatever someone says without having it because we really, really, really just want so much just to be complete in that regard. Right. The bridge itself is also an emotional healing because when you are lost, like I remember when you said last week, um, you all looked at us and in Ghana mm -hmm. as your, our, your privileged cousins mm -hmm. and I felt so bad last week after the show because what you said was that it surprised you about how much you all know about us mm -hmm. but how we don't know about Africa. Yes. And I yeah. think it goes back to what Sean mentioned is that our, we've been controlled by the media to believe <laughs> and those belief systems about Africa just aren't true. And so the goal of the bridge is to pull what we are to find firsthand from someone who actually grew up in Africa right, right, um, right. to give us some of those stories. And again, as I mentioned last week about Imagination Press, we're a publishing company. So we now have the ability to really tell our stories. And some of the antisocial behaviors we see mm. in society are a direct result of us just not knowing our history. So the bridge is really a leadership group. We're all leaderships, leaders in our own right. And as Twala said, bridging that gap politically, politically socially, mm -hmm. economically, mm -hmm. and, and culturally. We really need to get to a place where we understand what we're about and where we come from. And like you said, Sean, we have been serious creators. Um, I think one of the, the, the main things about Africans is and African-Americans, we can make something out of nothing. Some of you remember, if you didn't have a refrigerator, you could find Jimmy and, and, and who would come in peace and put something here and there, and boom, you got a refrigerator. We're just that creative. We've done a number of inventions that unfortunately over the years, we didn't even get credit for. So our goal is really to stand up 
and take and embrace our heritage and our history and our legacy. Also, we encourage all groups out there to input. Yes. Because you know something, there's no egos. Uh, uh, us collectively can put our minds together and come up with solutions to bring about a change. And, 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 and this is what also what the bridge is, is, is want to do. We want to bring people together. Yes. Yes. You, you know what I mean? So, yes. so it's important that we do. And you know something now, divide and conquer. The enemy uses separatism and separation yeah, to point. keep us apart. That's a good point. You, you know what I mean? And, and, and I, I, I'm going to tell you a quick story. Uh, one of my best friends, you know, uh, in, in, in high school, we were mad at each other and we weren't mad at each other, you, you know what I mean? And, and come to find out, he said, man, uh, I was mad at you because uh, I, I thought you was mad at me. I said, man, I wasn't mad at you. You was mad at And here we are, you, you know what I mean? And, and this is my, my cat, you know what I mean? But, but because of our, our, I don't even know what you want to call it, but I'm thinking he's mad at me. He's thinking I'm mad at him. And we didn't talk until one day we found out, well, we weren't mad at each other. We was mad at a situation, mm -hmm. but we weren't mad at each other. But I mean, th that we need to communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 we need to start talking. We need to yes. start reaching out. Yes. You know, yes. Uh, 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 check your egos at the door. Yes. Uh, we are the world. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you are the children. Right. So you, you know what I mean. So again, check your ego at the door. Yes. And and let's put our heads together, like they are doing to keep us apart. They have think tanks, and all over the place to try to keep this separation. Let me jump in on that with you were saying about, and the one thing that we really really want to express. We're not trying to say we don't deal with people of any races or any other nationalities or ethnicities or anything oh, like that or any cultures. But right. this is the thing that black people really got to get this in your spirit. Stop apologizing for standing up for yourself. Yeah. Right. Everyone else can, can, can formulate groups to support their causes and support their people and support their communities. And it seems like every time that we say that we want to do something for ourselves, like, well, I thought you wanted civil rights. I thought you well, wanted. We get labeled. But, but, they they put a label it's like on it. And a, it's a big, mm -hmm. big uh, a riff or, or the problem. I'm not anti you. I'm pro me. We're not anti you. We're pro me. And and, it, and it's no, every, look, look at. Oh, I'm and, sorry. And I think it's everyone's responsibility. Exactly. I don't think we'll All ever right. get to a point like you mentioned before, where you have division and separate separateness. That is what allows the systemic racism to continue. To continue. Until we all realize that we're all human. God Absolutely. didn't say, I created a white man, a black man. He said, I create, he created man, man, period. So what that means is that we're all in this together. And our goal here is, because there are so many social ills in our community, and I know some other groups, because I have very frank conversations with my white friends, with my Hispanic friends, and with others, about what are you going to do? I remember one of uh, a guy I worked for said to me, okay, now you have Obama as president. What is going to be your next excuse? There should be no excuses, correct? And I said, yes, there have never been excuses. And so we have to really understand because there's 
institutional racism mm -hmm. and we don't unless someone really explains it to you you don't get it but our goal is to forge and bridge together so that we don't we work together to to help our people to help those we've got a lot of problems with murder rate we've got a lot of problems with educational Absolutely. levels there's so many wrongs in our community and it's up to all of us to work together to right the injustices Absolutely. and that's uh, across the board culturally as well as individually uh, uh, each uh, uh, group uh, because you know something if you stand by and see a wrong being done and don't do anything, you're just as guilty. Mm -hmm. So don't turn uh, a, a blind eye just because it's not happening to you, yes. but it could. Yes. You, you, you know what I mean? Yes. And, and, until it's in your yard, mm -hmm. then, you, you know, some, otherwise you, you won't say nothing until it's in your yard. Mm -hmm. You know, and then now you want to support mm -hmm. And, and you want somebody to help you to stand up and fight. But if you see a wrong, you know, pitch in and correct. So this is what we're saying. All of us need to pitch in. Uh, uh, like I said, for our foundation, put your brick in. <laughs> Let's build something together. Yeah. Yes. Let's bring about change together. Let's give our young kids hope. Yes. Let's hit something hard right now. <clears throat> this week, or this past week, the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute reneged on awarding Angela Davis with the um, Civil Rights Award. There's a banquet that they usually have in February. And not only did they renege and pull back their support from her receiving this award, they canceled the banquet and sent everybody a refund for the tickets. They wouldn't express the specific reason why. They only said that she has said statements in the past that are not in line with how they believe. That's what they said. They never came out and said who they were. The mayor ended up telling another news source that it was because of some comments that she made about the, the Palestinians and how um, her belief of the mistreatment of the Palestinians in, in Israel by the Israeli government. <coughs> now, she was speaking as a matter of a civil rights issue, which that's what you expect people who talk about civil rights for all people, not just one group of people. Mm -hmm. Same thing that Mark Lamont Hill did um, a few or a month or so ago. And the question that we noticed, we were trying to pull from the Freedom of Information Act, and we found out that some of the board members are black and they abstain from voting. Some of the board members are of Jewish ethnicity. And the hard question is this. Even if I don't agree with you, doesn't mean that I have the right to discount what you say. Mm -hmm. Even if what you say is something that I present I don't agree with. But the problem we're finding as black people is that the majority of our organizations, the majority of our institutions are started by monies that didn't come out of our pockets. And because the money doesn't come out of our own pocket, we don't really control the narrative. So if someone else says, I'm offended, then that money gets pulled or we have to change gears. Now, Angela Davis was, she was, she was hurt and, and rightfully so. On top of that, she's from that hometown. So the question is, audience, hit them up, go to their website and Start ask them. Start holding them, them uh, 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 these people in power They owe us an answer. Exactly. They owe us an answer. 
they owe us as an answer. They owe us as people an answer as to why you change gears. They've never said, they've not publicly said what she said. That comment that I told you came from the mayor, who was not allowed to be in the initial meeting, which he normally is allowed to be in there. Well, and I think that's the purpose or the goal of the bridge exactly. is too often, you know, if it's happening in your, you always say behind your fence, that's right. then we should only be concerned with that. However, we're everyone's keeper, in my opinion. And just like we know the, the, the ongoing struggle between the Jews and the Palestinians, but we're just standing up for what's right. We're standing up because a lot of innocent people are killed or housed, and I don't see it much different from discrimination that we've experienced in terms of moving homes and whatnot, but that's the purpose of the bridge is to give a voice to those kinds of issues. And like I said, we are all Christians on this panel, so we stand up for what we believe is right. Not that we don't welcome Muslims or Jews or what have you, but there's something just called basic right and wrong. Plain so, as simple as that. Yeah. So, yeah. If, so if she makes a comment about uh, social ills, now I've, I've been in Israel. Uh, I've been in Israel enough. I'll tell you that the homes that they live in are utter squalor. I can't get into the politics behind it because I'm not an Israeli nor am I a Palestinian. But I can tell you that it is, it's a hard road to toe for all kinds of reasons. Not getting into all that either because once again, for me, that's not behind my fence. And I'm right, today I'm, I'm thinking about what's behind my fence. And, but Angela Davis is behind my fence because she's a woman of, who looks like me, walks like me, moves like me. And the question I'm having is that all people behind the same fence are attacking the ones that are behind the same fence. So my question still is, when are we going to come together to pool our resources together to have our own so that we can dictate the narrative of our own? If she says whatever she said, she didn't say, I know this for a fact, she didn't say kill the Jews, um, tear down the government. She didn't make those type of comments. She talked specifically about the atrocities that she saw, that she saw. So, but the bigger point that I have is this. Mark Lamont Hill did the same thing with the United Nations, and he stood for um, the Palestinians mm -hmm. and their plight. But I still, and since last week, I've looked, and I've been checking. I have yet to hear anyone in that community give major support to him. And it's all on the issue of just fair treatment. Oh, fair treatment. <laughs> yeah. It's no it's more, a it's, no, right. it's a civil it's rights a civil issue. Right. It's just how do we treat people fairly? But and why is it that when black people do that, we're left out, hung up dry? Well, first and foremost, we're hung up to dry by, we, by, by we, the we need to come together. Now, collectively, Imagine the impact that we would have worldwide, not just in your community, but collectively. Now, me and Brother Francis <laughs> can pick this table up and move it. <laughs> but me by myself, I might can, but it's going to be a struggle. But still, but collectively, me and Francis have picked this table up with ease. Now, that's just me and Francis. Now, we throw you two in there. Oh, you got it now. Man, <laughs> see those guns. Okay, so, 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 like I said, so, so uh, uh, imagine if you will, people. Imagine if you will, collectively, what we can do. Right. Collectively, try it. If you're waiting for Bill or Bob or pick a name, 
uh, uh, I mean, you know, if you wait for them, guess what? You'll be waiting, and the table will never be moved. You know, I thought he was going to say, Bob the Builder. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bob, Bob, the Bob, Bob the Builder. Who is that? <laughs> so if you all know. Okay. Bob. I'm like, oh, is that like, uh, what's the dude? Jim kid. the Plumber? No, it's a kid's, no. kid's little cartoon. It's a cartoon. An animated cartoon. Bob the Builder. What he built? Well, I have one more comment anyway. on the Angela Davis issue because I think it's an important one. This is a clear example of, as researchers, and I've worked a number of years with top research firms in the country, and whenever there's an issue, you've got researchers that don't look like you, but they're talk speaking to your issue. Right. Um, Angela Davis, we can say whatever we want to say about her, but what I recognize her as is a true intellectual. Um, and I remember being about 22 or 23, really trying to understand the difference between black men and black women. Why is it that every time you see the two, it seems like they're kind of right here. There is no real separation. And black men, women hold as much grit as, as black men right. to a certain degree, not right, all. Right, 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 right. And so anyway, I, it was her book that I read that really helped me understand that. Mm. And she probably was one of the only people that could have spoken to why that's the case. And what she quite said is that during slavery, there was no difference exactly. between men's work and women's work. And you're right. And, and so that perspective, uh, perhaps not all, but I'm sure a white intellectual would never ever think about it or look to see that. And that's the reason why it's so important that we really support our leaders, especially our academic and intellectual exactly. leaders. Exactly. Teresa, uh, uh, just to piggyback off of that, during that time, uh, 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 the black female was basically the head of the household to protect the young black male, mm -hmm. because the young black male was subject to all kind of atrocities, mm -hmm. and, and so the female was basically the head of the household, uh, and, and again, to protect her little baby son or her, her, her husband or whatnot. So again, now they took that tool and kind of used it, and, 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 and again, so it's been manifesting itself over the years uh, to whereas now, say for instance, with the, uh, uh, the welfare system, I guess back in the 30s and the 40s, I wasn't around mm -hmm. then, so I don't know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, so, uh, a, a woman couldn't have a male figure. Well, we don't crack, but anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you, you, you know, so we, uh, they weren't allowed to have a male figure in the household, mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? And, and so that male figure represents the correct order of things. And without that correct order, everything else is out of order. Now, those are not my words. If you have a, a, a problem with it, talk to the man upstairs, because he said the man is the head. Let me get in here real quick. Hit the subscribe button, boxwave.com. Hit the subscribe button down there, this way, this way, because everywhere you get your screen set up. Mm -hmm. All the content on this channel are, is phenomenal. You can catch us on, on uh, Instagram, on Connect to the Bridge. You can find us there. Boxway, we're here from four to five every Sunday, four to five. Get back with it now, Francis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Francis, he's such a patient man. <laughs> 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 okay. I'm gonna let him get it all out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna come in. You're, you're, you're waiting patiently. You're waiting. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm waiting for you guys to, you know, do your thing. (laughs) Okay, so my, like I said last week, you know, my issue is I still don't understand why there's such a big divide, you know, between African Americans and Africans. Uh, Again, I want to clarify some erroneous, uh, you know, impression that once you say Africa, it means that it's, it's that land far away there where there are elephants and lions and people living up trees and all that you know nonsense. It's not true. Um, Africa is developing. You know, we are not as you know developed as you, but we've come a long way. We also, we have streets, we have homes, people live in houses. You know, people live normally. You know, like I said, and what I think will make the difference is if, if um, people actually took time. First of all, I mean, to, to even find out, go online, see pictures of Accra, Ghana, see pictures of Lagos, Nigeria, see Ghanaians and Africans doing all mm-hmm. sorts of things. Then you get a clearer picture of what it really is like. But what will, what the magic is if you can take a trip to Africa. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to drag you guys along. I hope that we'll be able to make this trip soon. Mm-hmm. I have something to tell you. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> so basically, my role here, my, my role as part of the, of the bridge, is to inform, you know, mm-hmm. um, our fellow cousins over here, you know, that all the, the stuff that they heard is really not true. You know, we are, we are, you know, we have amazing things. We have amazing cultures. You know, we have amazing traditions. You know, the food we eat. We, we eat some of the healthiest foods in the world. You know, we, 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 everything we've practiced over the years, whether it is uh, the name of a, of a child or, mm. or a festival mm. or why we we wear beads around our waist or mm-hmm. you know and so on you know when you when you get a clearer understanding of what african culture is then you realize it's not that bad <laughs> you know it's not the the kind of you know vicious and savage thing that you've always heard about people with dirty feet and you know they live up trees and they are eating monkeys and it's all about Ebola, you know, everything nasty. It is not. We have we have streets like you have streets. We have homes, you know. We we don't live up trees. We don't we don't live in. And not everybody in Africa is poor. Of course, there are poor people in Africa, but there are also very wealthy people in Africa. There's poor people here. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Let me jump in right quick, uh, Francis. Um, you entrepreneurs and whatnot. You know, there's a whole continent. That you can market, yeah. mm-hmm. so you can uh, uh, sell your wares there, mm-hmm. so we can get this back and forth, and then we'll become as a power economically viable. And you know, so once we have that money, <clears throat> to give an example, <clears throat> I'm gonna try to get this right, but don't hold this against me if I mess up the letters. But the LBG ABC group uh, was just 
But when they got together, when they got together and they pooled their resources, now they were able to get laws changed. Yes. They are they become a they, force. They, 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 they are they a, force, a force, right? Yes. They don't have a <laughs> a party yet. Mm. But they do. I'm just kidding. But anyway. But <laughs> they, they don't have a party yet. They're still Democratic uh, Republican. But yet and still they are a power. They are force. They're a force. So again, we have a whole continent mm -hmm. that's waiting for us. We are planning to uh we've been working on this uh trip. Mm. So uh to tell you, but since you beat me headed, mm -hmm. uh, we found a way that we can go there from June the 19th to the 30th of June, and the price is uh, 11.49 round trip. Are you kidding me? No, sir. So if you all want to join us, please hit us up. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. So, oh, yes. yeah, for 11.49. Go as a whole or, or as, as a group. That's so leaving, so, that's so we out. all, and it's because we're going to bring Africa back here to you. So y'all can see it. Right. Mm -hmm. So we figured $20. See, we, you have to know how to, how to travel on a shoestring budget and get these places mm -hmm. around the world. I'm trying yeah. to tell you. I, I, I went to Egypt, round trip for less $600. Royal Jordanian. Wow. And... Plus seating, a whole nine, like first class seat. I mean, wonderful. You have to know how to do it. So we leave here for a twenty dollar boat bus. We'll go to New York, and then we'll take another. We'll be at Penn Station and take another twenty dollar bus to go to JFK. So that's what forty dollars. So still round trip to Africa. We've got to sit on the yeah. right and so, really yeah. plan this, but this is so, cool. I like it. So, yeah, so oh, yeah. we've, we've, oh, we've yeah. already talked to. Uh, You're full of surprises. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to add one of the other things that people can do very simply, you know, which won't take much time. And most of us subscribe to Netflix, and I watch a lot of African films on TV. And to me, they're the best because they have a strong moral fabric to them, and they're funny, very, very funny. So I would encourage you to watch movies on television just to get a sense of, you know, what are my people doing? What is what's, what is it like, um, you know, back home? And how do they dress? You see some of the, the, fa the fashion is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So there's just so much to take in. Right, right. Well, we noticed that um, I was checking out the, the link that you had sent about Boris Kojo and mm -hmm. all these different yes. black yeah. actors yeah. And that have yeah. gone to, yeah. to Ghana. See, there this morning I was looking over something again, just, you know, mm -hmm. we just do prep and research and everything. And... What I found out today, I know that Ghanaians are wanting black Americans to come to repatriate and to re-Africanize us, mm -hmm. and that there's a pathway to citizenship. Yeah. Not only like the dreamers and what they're doing here in the wall and mm -hmm. all that. We don't have to do all that. We don't have to climb over, swim over mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. So The wall. <laughs> you don't have to climb a wall, so. <laughs> Because <laughs> you'll take me someplace. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. A wall's not gonna keep anybody out that's trying to get in here. That's that's the bottom line. But anyway, because I'm still thinking about over eight hundred thousand people that are still out of work, they're gonna be out of work for a while. Back to this. Um but Ghana is the only country in Africa I found out this morning that has said yes. You don't have to go through all of this paperwork. You don't have to go through all this to become citizens. They're the, so we talk about blacks wanting to, to reconnect to, to, to the continent. 
but we're also starting in Ghana because this is the 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 majority of us came from this area. Mm -hmm. The majority of us that are in in North America came from these these soils. Mm -hmm. So we have to work ourselves where you can't. We say we got this big continent, but we have to work ourselves. The community at times, it's like you want to try to clean up something mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. We're talking about going and, and joining us in Baltimore this spring. We're going to go do a cleanup with the Diva Dolls in Baltimore City. We'll give you more information about that too. You can't take the whole right whole city. You take one community, one section, one a couple at a blocks time, at right, a time. Right, mm -hmm. right. So what I like is that it it felt so warming just to just to read and yeah, just look at it yes. like wow you're welcome. Oh, I got the, got the you're, connection you're, you're, like yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and and there was there's just one comic I'm not even gonna give him the airtime to mention his name. Mm. He's a Trump supporter. And that's his choice. And that's not why I'm not mentioning his name. I'm not mentioning his name because what he said was ridiculous. Um, he said um um I've never been to the continent of Africa, so I'm not African. Oh. I'm not African. I'm not African American. Uh, I've never been to the continent of Africa. I'm seven generations removed from. So I said, the logic behind it didn't make sense with the continent because we all are African. Mm. But the but logic. Civilization. But, but he said that. I'm, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I'm seven generations. I don't know if he actually counted seven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know. well, you see, what, what I want to encourage everybody to do, and I said this the last time, is it's very difficult, you know, for me to sell the idea of Africa to my African American brothers and sisters and cousins because everything that they've heard, everything they know about us, almost everything they know about us is negative, mm -hmm. you know, and. To, to to even just convince them that, listen, it is not as you think. Mm -hmm. You know, the moment you start speaking and they hear your accent, they're like, man, this guy must be from Africa, you know. And nothing, nothing interesting happens after that. <clears throat> A few people are interested. They want to see, you know, what it really is like mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. But what I'm trying, what I believe I should try and do is to walk my cousins like you, you know, take you to Ghana, you know, for a couple of days, you know, for you to find out for yourself. And when you come back, I, I, I assure you it will be, it will be a, very, a very spiritual experience for you, you know, because um, that, that, is, that is where we all came from, mm -hmm. you know. We, we, we have... I keep you know, saying this thing about, <clears throat> we have uh, traditions. Do you know one interesting thing about you know, West African religion? They all believe in a supreme God, that there's one God. All the traditions, almost, in fact, all the studies that we have done concerning, Let me you know, you yes. Do we look like Kenny G? Oh, God. Just, hell no. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what they, they bring over there. You know, this blue-eyed, paramount uh, 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 yeah. dude carrying the sacks. No, I'm just playing. But I'm just even talking about how sophisticated we are. Mm -hmm. You know, that we believe in a supreme being. Yes. We believe in one yes. big God. Yes. One God. Yes. Before the white man came. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question, yes. cousin. Um, I have a, a, um, a young lady that... <laughs> that uh, I taught her in school, and her name is Ashley. She'll be joining us via phone on our 
last show of the month um, when we talked to Mr. John Cheeks, who will be here from USCRIA, dealing with recovery and reparations. You do want to listen to the show. You do want to hear it. You want to see it, more importantly. But Ashley, um, she's an African spiritualist. We talk on the phone quite frequently. And Ashley, and I, we, we marathon on the phone for hours at a time. And Ashley was saying the very same thing. She said, well, Miss C, she said that uh, um, I have a problem with, with Christianity because I can't believe that the Africans that are my ancestors didn't believe in a God before the Europeans ever landed on the continent. Mm -hmm. I said, well, talk to me some more, you know, because I have to hear what she's saying. And she said, no, she said, she said I believe in African spiritualism. She said, so we, it's just not some white man with blonde hair and blue eyes. And there's some other things that, you and know. And a saxophone. Right, right. No, I'm not saying I'm saying right. No, and Kenny G. Kenny G, if you listen. Sorry, yeah, Kenny. Yeah. Come on over here. I want to hear you play some tunes. He doesn't have blonde hair. <laughs> and his eyes aren't blue. So, 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 so the Jesus in the Bible had on some socks. Say what? His feet was made of bronze. Wait a minute. Say that again. Jesus, so the Jesus had on, had on socks. The Jesus in the Bible. So his skin was made of bronze, or his uh, uh, feet were his feet, feet were bronze. bronze. Mm -hmm. So those were socks or footies. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just okay. <laughs> socks with sandals and you. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she was talking about African spiritualism, and so I was agreeing with her on, on, on a lot of points mm -hmm. because it was very valid. Um, I have some for other friends who also are. Uh, African spiritualist because one one of my friends um, we communicate back and forth and his contention is that why should we believe in a God that a slaver introduces which is a whole different show in and of itself but what the, the my point is that we're spiritual people and I think it's because of our spirituality not Christianity our spirituality is what helped us persevere all this time yes and, I, and you didn't, we didn't get that from the cotton fields, and we didn't get that on, on the slave box. We got that before we got here. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to and that's, speak to that. That's yeah, well, to survive the most horrendous of times, mm -hmm. there had to be something. something. Some you, you, you know something now, they say God is in us. And, and, and that spirituality that's in us helped them to overcome those men. It's, 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 it's amazing, and, and it's funny you should mention that. Uh, um, Francis. Francis, thank mm. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 to hear you two talk and to compare things, and y'all two worlds apart, mm -hmm. and look how close you are together. Mm -hmm. You know, as some of the things that your ancestors have taught you and that you mentioned that y'all learned from, you know, when you was a little Francis, you, you know what I mean? and and. How they coincide, like, and y'all both be marveling at each other, mm -hmm. but so there is a connection. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? So, so again, so I didn't forget exactly. Yeah, just, exactly. My, my, Maya, I want I'll interject here, and then we'll go to a break. And well, before we go to a break, we'll let Teresa talk about purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, my great grandfather, if you look in the Library of Congress, name is Josh Horn. Old Guinea Jim is the name of the of one of the little stories he told. He was a great storyteller. And he was a terrific story. I never got a chance to see him in real time because he was long since dead before I came on this, this part of the soil. But everything that he talked about 
my family members kept bringing it down, you know, my, my granddad, my grandma, my father, um, great aunts and uncles and cousins, they talk the same stories and things. That's why the things that I know, because I was that child that sat at the feet of the older people all the time mm -hmm. on both sides. And I'd say, well, who, who was your mom thing? What was it? Did they have any problems? I, I asked those questions. Mm -hmm. So everything that my family history has is right here. The stories I have are right here. And this one here is me <laughs> jarring me to put it all on paper. Yes. And, you know, but so when I hear when you're talking, I can't even explain it. Sometimes I'm at the house and I think, dang, we're going to find out our our common relative's name. And I just know I am. I know it. Aw, that's do. beautiful. I do. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. What if you I find do. out y'all related? <laughs> yes. You know what? Yes. Wouldn't that be something? When, when he first met me, what, wow. did he, what did he say I look like? I what said, you look like a cousin of mine. I mean, it's scary. <laughs> I told my sister, and she said, so I mentioned, oh, we have a cousin. And I, I just met a lady who looks just like her. Mm -hmm. You know, we are very excited about about that, and so we become we've actually become cousins. Yeah. Now, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Teresa. So we had a. Of course, there's always going to be a lively discussion at the bridge. Yes, <laughs> but yeah. anyway, we want to shift uh, our focus right now. We're doing um, because this is a new year. We really want to focus on this new year. And I always say um, it's a new year, new you. And so one of the things I want to make sure that we do is work on our purpose. Everyone right. is born with a purpose is what I believe. And it's so important to get in touch with who you are. And so it's going to be important that before we go to the break, we have a wonderful woman here. Her name is Miss Miriam Bryce. She is, to me, the next Maya Angelou, okay. uh, for sure. Uh, um, I watched, and for those of you who have Netflix, please check Maya's uh, uh, legacy tape out because I think it's just powerful. I get emotional just thinking about it. And this young lady, I believe, is, and we're going to work to make you her a national, she's going to be on the tip of everyone's tongue. Absolutely. So she, we're That's passing right. the torch from Maya to Miriam Bryce, but she's going to give us a few of her wonderful poems, and then we're going to talk about what I call some weightier issues, like what we need to do to lose weight and such, and then we'll take it from there. So don't leave us. <laughs> we'll be back shortly.
poem. I wrote this poem called The Stones That Mold Away, and it deals with uh, the problems in your life. The stone being rolled away at Jesus' tomb didn't have to be rolled away for him. It was rolled away for us. So therefore, as you face this year and some stones in your life, realize that they can be rolled away. Thorns on his head, a spear in his side, nails in his hands and feet, and yet he did rise on the third day after death. Nothing could hold him down. The stone's been rolled away. There's no body to be found. The stone's been rolled away. He isn't there anymore. He died for our sins. This is why he was born. Shake yourself and step into the light. The comforter has come from the ultimate sacrifice. All ye that are weary and heavy laden, the stone's been ro rolled away. Broken hearted and troubled mind, the stone's been rolled away. Lonely and in despair, the stone's been rolled away. Your lawyer tells you that you're going to jail. The stone's been rolled away. Financial problems, foreclosures, and in debt, the stone's been rolled away. The doctor said that there is nothing he can do. That stone's been rolled away. Come up out of that grave and drop those filthy rags. The stone's been rolled away because of the blood of the lamb. Oh, my brother and sister, your situation can change. Your stone can be rolled away. Just call on Jesus' name. Thank you. to thank uh, Miriam Bryce. We're going to give you a high five for that wonderful poem. Uh, uh, Miriam, we want to ask you, um, what inspired you to come up with that concept? Because it's beautiful. It's not even me. It's really the Lord. I sit, I sit up here. I, if I could, I would play and laugh all day mm -hmm. and dress up and, and, you know, put colors together and so. But, um, you know, the Lord speaks and I write. It's all about listening. Absolutely. I agree. It was a wonderful poem because you know something, uh, uh, the content of it speaks to a lot of what's going on in a lot of our lives. Yes. And, 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 and it, it put it into context. You, you, you know something? We, 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 we worry about so much. Yes. 
and and you know some the battle's already won. He's already died for all of it. Right. Already died for the strife. And you're sitting up here pushing on the stone. Yeah, it's that's already, already passed. away, right? Come on. So now. when I tell you to shake yourself. I'm telling you to shake off those mm. grave clothes mm. and come up out of that grave and mm. realize that, you know, everything's taken care of. Yeah. Relax. Yes. As Francis says, chill. Chill. <laughs> chill. Yeah. Like and you made it seem so like, chill. I relax like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yes. Yeah, and it's so important. Miriam has a website. and that, Why don't you tell us a little bit about your website and everything? Okay, mm -hmm. I have a website. It's called MiriamWBryce.com. And also, my email address is SYSTEM.MWB at gmail.com. System.MWB at gmail.com. And system means share your story to empower many. Right. So we want you to do whatever you can to support her. You have her uh, website address. Please, her books are on her website. Please purchase her books. Um, she's had, she has, she is a true author and a true writer. Yeah. Uh, so she has several books, and we want to really uh, promote and to help each other get to the next step and the next level. And I'm thanking you ahead of time. And there is a donate button. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what the bridge do. We bring people together. So, all you young, inspiring uh, uh, writers. Uh, 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 that wants to be a part of, that can pick her brain for her wisdom, that's what we're here for. And so, again, you see the dynamic people that you have to work with. So, uh, uh, again, uh, uh, look at the website. Uh, get, get involved. Yes. Plain and simple. Yes. Yeah. Get so, involved. So this, um, this show, we're talking about the new you, and I know everyone makes New Year's resolutions. I know I have mine, right. and mine is always to lose weight. <laughs> I hope I get to the point where I don't have to say that, but I do need to hit that gym a bit more. And as Doc Wilson, who is one of our um, supporters, says, you really need to watch your diet and, and, and eat better. So I wanted to know from you, Miriam, have you made any uh, New Year's resolutions this year at all? Yes, I did. But, you know, as a lot of people, it kind of slid off a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm going to lose. I'm going to gain this. I'm going to drop that. I'm going to stop talking to this person. I'm going to, you know, you always make a, you know, it, and it's called weights and diets. I call it weights and diets. And mm -hmm. that's what we do. We think of weights and ways of uh, releasing some things, releasing some people, releasing some places. You know, but it, the thing is to stick to it. Right, right. And stop um, acting like, I really don't need to. <laughs> but you do. You really do. And I my, really do. My thing is, is that when you fall off, always know that you've got yes. every day um, you can start again. Can start and that's again. the key. Usually once we fall off, it's one day, two days, three days, and then we're done. But please, whatever you resolve to do this year remember that once you fall off just keep it just say well yeah i lost it today but i'm going to try again tomorrow yes. and you just keep trying until you course. make it yes. one of my favorite uh, quotes is by aristotle he says excellence then is a habit that's something we do every single day so it's very important to, to make how you eat a habit yes okay you want to read your poem on weights for us please yes i do <laughs> It's called Weights and Diets. 
I'm wondering why my neck won't work. My back is achy and my shoulders hurt. I'm pondering on the deep impressions my feet make. As I walk this journey, I feel as if I'm overweight. Come to think about it, I'm feeling constipated from the things I shouldn't listen to and from my digested plate. I realize that I'm being bogged down with some things I created that are not from the creator. I created this weight because of the things I ate. I dipped and dabbled creating this hellish intake. My mind confounded me to this scandalous feast. I realized my situation and prayed for a release. Suddenly, my shoulders shook in relief. My spirit was on duty as I sprang to my feet. Angels were dispatched as I straightened my stance. As the chains fell, I began to dance. My mouth and my neck were freed from the shackles around it. A joyful noise emanating, a hallelujah resounded from it. Be careful of your diet and those whom you choose to linger around and listen to. Don't ever let them control the praise within you. Don't ever let things prevent you from your walk. Don't succumb to the wiles of man. Walk in faith, my brothers and sisters. Aim for that jubilee and that tableland. That's beautiful. And can you tell us your mindset when you wrote that piece? <laughs> it, it was on the things that I said, okay, this is what I'm going to drop off. I want to lose weight here, you know, the stomach, you know, the hips, the arms, the thighs, all of me. And then I thought about some of the people that I listened to or some of the things that I have, some um, relationships that are dead and I'm just dragging them on. And they're just weighing me down and, you know, giving that hunch in my back, you know. So now I choose to stand up straight and let them roll on off. Mm. That's powerful. You, you know something, uh, uh, um, I'm going to say this, and, and this is one of my favorite quotes that helped me to go on. And I, I'm, I'm a karate fan. I, I love Bruce Lee movies and, and you know something. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the phrases was to endeavor to persevere. Mm. Now, uh, uh, T-Limbs was created through that endeavor to persevere and thus the bridge. Mm. So even uh, uh, whatever your, your uh, uh, um, well, you say for the New Year's, your resolution uh, for the New Year's, endeavor to persevere. Wow, if like you that. fall off, you can get back I on. Like that. If, if you like fall that. off a bike, you don't stop riding a bike, do you? Mm -mm. You know, mm -mm. you just I lick like your that. wounds and get back on it mm -hmm. and look out for that tree the next time. But you, know, <laughs> you, you got you to keep going. You know something? We wouldn't be here today if we had given up. All right. With the, this, the, the horrendous start that we got don't as African Americans mm -hmm. in this country, if we had given up, we would not be, it would be point. four white people sitting up here <laughs> talking about, you know what I mean? But, you know, something, and, and we were beaten, we were whipped, we were this, we were that. But we never and, gave and up. And we never gave up. Mm -hmm. So whatever that resolution that you made for the year, New Year's, you know, uh, uh, keep in mind, you can do it. Be that little train that said that he can or I could. I, know, I, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. So, so, so again, once you get that psyche in your head, and, and and what you speak comes out of what comes out of your mouth, mm -hmm. you can bring into fruitation. Oh, that's you, a good you know what I mean? Now the Bible tells you, uh 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 uh, uh what do you say about the uh, um uh golly, the tongue? Guard, guard, guard your, your tongue, tongue. Yes. because that tongue can be a vicious thing, mm -hmm. you know, be it for the good or be it for the bad. So 
you have to be careful mm -hmm. uh, of, of, of what you speak because what you speak is what you think. Yes. Now, what's in your heart? heart. It's all about yes. the heart. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's a whole totally different mm -hmm. ball game mm -hmm. because, you know, something. again, I think mm -hmm. uh, we did a promo for uh, Ebony. Hi, Ebony. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Ouch Girl. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and, and one of the things that I have written was uh, heart's dreams. Mm. You know what I mean? So what the heart's dreams you know, uh, uh, you can do anything. So what's in your heart? Yes. You, you know what I mean? That's going to make you to endeavor mm -hmm. to persevere. I like endeavor that. I like that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. And Francis, did you want to share a little bit about, I'm picking on Francis because Francis and I have known each other for quite some time, but he made a commitment to lose weight. And every time I come to visit, He's always Thanks coming out the gym. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so he's done such an outstanding job of it. I wanted him to talk a little bit about what kinds of things you did to just finally make the switch and the change. What really helped you to be as dedicated as you've been? Okay, the, the first, I think the first, my first worry was, I, I mean, the pain mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. I, you know, all of a sudden, I take one step and it's painful. Mm -hmm. And I take another step and it's painful. So it's pain, pain, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So the usual thing, you go to the doctors and they say, oh, you have to lose the weight and, you know. And I, I you know. So I just said one day I'm going to work on it. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I started. And, and I think I'm more driven by the fact that I don't like the pain that I <laughs> <laughs> like the pain. So, so, That'll yeah. do it. So then I started going to the gym, and you saw you saw mm -hmm. the gym. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even though I've slipped a little, you I think I'll, I'll, very sit, good. I'll I'm going to come mm -hmm. on top mm -hmm. and make sure mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. 2019 is going to be Your uh, year. my year where I'm not going to walk and feel pain every time I, I take mm -hmm. a step. <laughs> I love that. It was the pain. <laughs> it was the pain. So yeah. anyway, Miriam, I think with you, I I you have one poem that I absolutely love, and then we're going to turn it over to Twala to do our announcements. Okay. But it's it's um, I won't tell the title, but um, why don't you start with that and talk about why you wrote this piece? Why don't you start and talk about why you wrote the piece before you read it? Well, I wrote it, it's called What Kind of Shape Are You In? And I wrote it because we're so conditioned to worry about what we're wearing, um, how we look, uh, you know, are my, are my lips too, too narrow, <laughs> are, are they too fat, you know, are my jaw, you know, my cheekbones out of sorts. And you need to consider the soul mm -hmm. and what's on the inside. So I wrote, what kind of shape are you in? The creator created a creature to take part in an omnipotent plan, an essence covered in clay, a soul covered in man, reaching down from heaven to create life from dirt by molding and manipulating the ground and the earth, the bones, the blood vessels, the organs, the skin, a soul covered by dirt. What kind of shape are you in? Insignificant particles formed into flesh, watched over and taken care of. He knows what's best. The first noun is the plot. The location is temporary. The destination is holy, eternal, sanctuary. Imagine soil worthy of a crown. No dirt in heaven. 
Only souls are heaven bound. So while encased in his image, wrapped in love, surrounded by grace and blessed from above, keep in mind the inside, mm. the soul that lives within. Oh, and by the way, what kind of shape are you in? Make me want to do jumping jacks. <laughs> and before we have Miss Twala come back, I picked up this book by Ken Blankard and Truett Cathy. Do you, does anyone know who Truett Cathy is? No. He's the guy who did the Chick Fil A, uh, built all the restaurants, and it's called the Generosity Factor. And he talks about the soul mm. that as we go through, because we always promote entrepreneurship. But entrepreneurship means nothing unless you get your soul yes, right. Yes, and right. once you do the piece on soul, and really this is a short read, a quick read, we're all about reading, it'll make a huge difference in your life. And then the other piece is for if you have any kids who don't know their purpose or you don't know your purpose, I would like for you to pick up the book, Eight Steps to a Fulfilling Life. This is my book, actually. But it's a very short read, but it talks about purpose. And I believe that when you have purpose, a lot of the things that you feel in individually yes. can be cured when you are connected to God. And you, have, and, he, and you two have your purpose entwined. You'll feel a lot freer. You'll be able to move forward. And it will be a soul experience. Yes. What kind of shape? What kind of shape are, are you, you in? in? I love it. And to keep in mind, too, you guys, uh, you are what you eat. So you have to be conscious of what you're putting in your body. Uh, uh, today's with all these uh, preservatives mm -hmm. and, and this processed foods, oh, yeah. uh, uh, you have to be conscious of, of what you're eating. And, you know, some, as I said, you know, you are what you eat. So mm -hmm. uh, with that note, uh, Twyla, if you want to, uh, first want to thank um Marion, for those beautiful, inspiring beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, poems, uh, uh, please look at her website. Uh, give her your website one more time. Miriam, M-I-R-I-A-M-W-Bryce.com. Very good. Look her up. If, if you enjoy reading, uh, 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 let's kill that, that stigma about black folks not wanting, knowing, wanting to read. You know what I mean? That's yes. how we gain knowledge. Mm -hmm. This is why uh, uh, it was forbidden for us to read. We were killed because we knew how to read, what is it, Tom and Jerry? Or what's, what's the first book you used to read when, we, when you was a kid? Dr. Dick and Jane. Dick and Jane, yeah, okay. You got killed for reading Dick and Jane. Come on now. But anyway, okay. Uh, Our sponsors for this hour the Sugar Foundation. Check out the book, uh, I Got the Sugar But the Sugar Don't Got Me by Deanna Rice. It is about diabetes, which is something that affects all of us in our community. We also want to thank Imagination Press, imaginationpress.com. If you're trying to write a book, if you're interested in consulting, if you're trying to get a thesis done, Imagination Press is where you need to go. There's a whole plethora of, of staff, qualified staff, that can assist you from start to finish Take the idea and put it into a reality. Imagination Press. 50 Clothing. 50 Clothing is a new line that's coming out. We're going to have a show here real soon. You're going to see these fashions. And this is bridging us between here and Ghana. Sometimes you see young men and women with tattoos on, with Japanese symbols, and all kinds of symbols. They don't even know what they're printing on their bodies. 
we need to get to what means something to us. So 50 Clothing is going to help us along with that. And The Ouch Girl, The Ouch Girl has a clothing line, T-H-E-E, -E, Ouch Girl. Phenomenal clothing line for women of all sizes. Ebony is working here steadily. She has sketches that she hasn't even put into to reality yet. Ebony is here, here every day or every Sunday from 1 to 2. We also like to thank ExodusHouseATL.com. Exodus House Atlanta, where Ray Wilkerson is the, the founder of it. Exodus House assists individuals when they need to know when to start a businesses, when to do a business plan, start with financial planning, all sorts of, of resources. They also have assistance to individuals who are returning citizens. Phenomenal, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful all the way around. And of course, if you're a coffee drinker or if you know a coffee drinker, Sweet Unity Farms. You can get that coffee on going to imonemillion.com. Sweet Unity Farms is the coffee that is a collective that's in Tanzania. It is the only black-owned coffee collective left in the world. Mm -hmm. And one of the members who owns it, there are several families that own it, but one of the persons, the lead principal, is, is David Robinson, who is the youngest son of Jackie Robinson, baseball great. And when he gets back here in the States here, we're going to be able to have him here so you all can talk to him. We're working on that. So please support all of our sponsors. And if you have any new ideas as far as music that you, that you want to do, um, any music, any, any aspiring singers, come down here to Vox.com, VoxWave.com. Come here. Music's played here 24-7, 365. They also have spots if you wanted to get on a show or you have something to promote. Boxwave.com, 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 baby. We always have to thank Red and, and Ron because they know how to do it here and they treat us real well and real swell. Um, this part here, we want to talk about, you talked about purpose, you talked about this, but we're talking about for, for our next, next show. But we, before we do that, we want to get some marching orders and we call this part Walk the Walk. We always talk about things that you want to do, but should be done, but we never actually really do these things. It's like it's so impossible for us to do. Um, the one thing that we want to do for you for having your mind this week is that you see that there's a store called Walmart, store called Dollar General, mm, store called Dollar Tree. Go in that store, buy two packs of paper, it's $2.12. Go buy a pack of pencils, it's a dollar and six cents, and take it to your local school. Drop it off in the office. You don't have to even leave your name. Just say this is for the school, for any teacher that needs it. You'd be surprised at how many children are in school and don't have the supplies, or how many children act out in school because their parents can't afford or don't purchase the resources that they need. Teachers are depleted because they do spend money out of pocket to ensure that your child has supplies. Now. There's an expiration date with that too sometimes because sometimes you think teachers make so much money and oftentimes people forget a lot of teachers are single parents. A lot of teachers are parents that have children in multiple schools. So they're stressed then too. So sometimes we don't give them a, a, a full hit on that. So be a supportive individual in that regard. And if you do that, we want you to add in the comment section down there when you're viewing this, don't just view us. Comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know. Be a part of be, because it's not just about us, it's about you. Let us know what, what you think, what you want us to talk about. What do you want to hear? What do you want to know? Is there someone particular that you want to see? We'll work on getting them in. If we can't get them in visually, we'll get them in on this, this telecommunication. 
we're in the 21st century, we can get something right. done. Right. Get something done, right? We need you. <laughs> you know my little. We need, That's right. We, we need, need you. you. We need you. It's for you. It's for us. We need you. Be a part of. The, the, uh, no problem. The next part of the thing is, of course, as an educator, I'm going to give you some homework. And the homework for you all is to go online to YouTube and listen to these two speeches. Now, let me preface this first. I don't want to ever hear, I have a, a dream speech ever again in life. I said that I don't want to hear that speech again. Never, ever in life I want to hear it. I don't want to hear anyone tell me about content of color, content of your character and color of your skin. I don't want to hear that. Because what, happened, what has happened is that society has made Martin Luther King one-dimensional. And he is multi-layered. And it is the Martin King of 1967 that got Martin King killed in 1968. And we'll make this very clear. So listen to the speech of Two Americas. So the first half of next week, we have a dynamic, dynamic show. We're not listening like everyone else, listening to the mountaintop, or, or not mountaintop, but we will do that, but um, I have a dream. We're not, we're not, we're not, not going to rehash that speech. We're not, not at all. We're going to go to Two Americas, because the sad part about that speech, when you listen to it, that's what we're listening in today. Martin King was telling people about how, although the civil rights had passed, it really hadn't passed for us. And he was challenging people and actually picking these things apart. Folks, they wouldn't hear that, Martin Luther King. They wanted to hear the, 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 the Washington <laughs> March, yeah, March yeah. Washington right. Martin. And then the next half of the show, we will talk about I've been to the mountaintop, which was the very last speech that he gave, which was given within hours of his death, um, where this man knew that his clock on this side had expired. When you listen to that speech, you will know that he knew that death was on the horizon, much like Malcolm knew that day at the Audubon Ballroom, that he knew that was the last time that he was going to be speaking before his people, because everything was different that day. Malcolm pulled all the security back. He didn't have anybody checked when they came in. I truly believe, and if you study and even listen to the Shabbat sisters speak, he was tired of running, and his family was in danger. And he knew that as long as he was still here on this plane, his family was not going to be safe. So he sacrificed himself, not just for us, but for his family. So that's a big commitment. That's a but big his, deal. His, 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 his conviction was as such that death de didn't stop him. Didn't stop him. Didn't, he didn't, you, you it didn't know what I mean? Because the message is so important that even if I die giving it, I've done what I... My assignment. My assignment. Purpose. Very assignment. good. Purpose. My assignment. Purpose. purpose. Yes. yes. Purpose. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and each and every one of us have a purpose yes. in this life. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you might be the best... You might make the, the biggest cake, the perfect cake, and then die. Mm. But if that's your purpose, then that's your purpose. Yes. But we all have a purpose. And, and again, we have to endeavor to persevere that purpose. You know what I mean? As, as Miriam, you know, some, uh, uh, that spoken word is, 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 is her purpose to touch that heart, to bring them in harmony with that, the, the harmony of the world, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the harmony of the soul, of the spirit, of who you are, in connection, mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? So, so again, maybe that's her purpose. So, 
again, when we, when we see you next week, we want you to call in. Give those numbers so they can call in next week. Oh, the number is 240-719-2560. Uh, uh, That's 240-719-2560. Put it on speed dial, folks, so we want you to call. We'll open up the lines for you to call and comment. Finally, we would like to give our condolences to the Greater Washington Deliverance Church in Laurel, Maryland, as they uh, had the overseer's funeral services yesterday. They buried the another sister the week before, Pastor Karen Rutherford and the family. We, from Boxway.com and from the bridge, we send our condolences to your family. Yes. Anyone has any, but and I will say this, Dr. Ida May Simpson lived a well-filled, purpose-filled life. So. Mm -hmm. Um, it was it was a beautiful service, a beautiful home going. Um, anyone has anything else they want to say to tell everybody bye? If not, I want to thank Miriam. I want to thank uh, Foxwave.com, uh, and I'll leave you with this comment for myself: Continue to be a blessing for everyone. Uh, continue to be a blessing for someone else. So, uh, Ron, take us home.